listening to Leadership on the Ground, Season 3, The Rhythm of Leadership. Building on the fundamentals from Seasons 1 and 2, we now study the concept of rhythm and how team and organizational leaders use their energy and rhythm to achieve higher performance and productivity. This series is brought to you by the international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor, your source and reference for achieving breakthrough performance and productivity, and for leading yourself, leading teams, and leading organizations. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Erica Peetler. Good morning and welcome back and happy new year. Leadership on the ground, season three. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined as always by my friend and colleague, Erica Beatler. Good morning, my friend. Happy new year. Happy new year, Todd. Happy to be here. It's already 2016. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. I guess we're having fun because time is flying, right? Season three already on this on this show. What a great couple of seasons it's been so far. It's been an awesome couple of seasons. I'm happy to be here in Atlanta with you actually recording this. And it's kind of fun to be here at uh, Desk Hub and in your studio environment. So I'm excited about season three. Well, welcome to Atlanta. It's good to have you here. Uh, I think we recorded season one in Atlanta too, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, So always good to uh, see you, Erica. And I'm so much looking forward to season three. I wasn't quite sure... You were going to be able to top season two, but <laughs> I have to tell you what, what I'm seeing in the hopper here in terms of what we're going to be talking about and what we'll be discussing on season three. I think this is going to be a critically important series. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. You know, in season one, we did some basic fundamentals, right? We were talking about leadership skills. We were talking about, you know, what are some of the basic fundamentals to put on the ground? And I think that really helped people to get a basic foundation and really appreciate that leadership is a skilled profession, right? So we're looking to weed out some of the hacker mentality here and really give people something to hold on to. What I loved about what we did in season two, though, was we raised the bar and we took it up a level and we talked about it's really important to work at the speed of business and in real time. And we talked about how people could situationally seize entry points and really work to put their leadership on the ground right at the proximal point of where something is happening. And I think a lot of people were challenged by that, but I think a lot of people have been practicing and appreciating that because I've gotten some pretty good feedback. Have you gotten some good feedback on season two? I have gotten some great feedback. As you said, the fundamentals in season one and then some real application to this. What's been, what I think is going to be so important about season three, Erica, is that we've always had this consistent idea on the series of focusing on the individual and then focusing on leading a team And then the organization. And it strikes me that season three is going to really focus on taking this to a bigger stage. You're exactly right. Season one and season two were really situational for the individual to apply in their own leadership practice and maybe at a team level or or situationally at an organizational level. Season three, we're really going to look at a macro structural level. This rhythm of business really is going to take a look at how does a leader set the stage? How do they put that macro plan in place so that they can run their organization on an overall basis and that people have this consistent rhythm to the way things are going forward? You know, one of the things that's interesting, the definition of rhythm when you think about it, it's strong, repeated movement or sound. It has a systemic arrangement to it. There's a pattern to it. And, you know, when you think about it, it's about flow. It's about being in the zone. Great leaders and high-performing teams have rhythm. It's still all about performance and productivity. It's still all about conscious competency and knowing what you're doing, how you do it, and why you're doing it. But there's a rhythm to it that holds it all together. And this rhythm of leadership is something that has a lot of rich opportunities in the toolbox for us to talk about. 
Erica, what I think is so exciting about the series, again, is this idea of rhythm. I mean, I've, as you know, I've interviewed an awful lot of people in business and in leadership and in leadership development, and the rhythm of it is never anything I've ever heard about or talked about before. And hearing you talk about the importance of rhythm in leadership and rhythm in business, I recognize now that that's never anything I really focused on. How big a problem is this? I mean, how many businesses are not in rhythm? You know, it's a great question. And you always, you always nail that, that great question. You know, one of the things I like about leadership is I like to use fresh language. I like to use fresh words. So, you know, you've heard us talk about, you know, in the audience, uh, traction, momentum, different phrases, sequencing, altitude. You know, what's great about rhythm is, and you know, I love those S curves, those progressive Mm. mindset curves. You know, when a leader is trying to establish a direction, a vision for a company, you know, they're looking to get some traction. They're in the bevel, right? They're in the bottom part of that S curve. They start to put some values on the ground. They start to get the vision rocking and rolling. They get their leadership team focused on some things and they start to get some momentum. But momentum has to be maintained and how you maintain momentum is with rhythm. So there are certain things that we're going to challenge our listeners to think about and understand if they really want to have rhythm in the way that they run their organization. And that's when their organizations are in flow. So we're going to talk about, for example, in episode number one, facilitating progress and aligned action. So there's a whole thing about how leaders can really focus on their direction, but then how do they create and own the narrative, this ongoing iterative conversation? How do they establish forums for productive engagement? How do they embrace these very different personalities that are in their organization? And how do they leverage the inclusion and diversity to really put out into the business the talents and skills that they have? How do they navigate these dynamics of life cycles? Technology is so fast. You know, there's different folks in the workplace, millennials, all sorts of life cycles that you have to think about. And then there's that quintessential challenge, that acceleration of talent development to build your bench. You have to be able to do all of these things as a leader today to have that rhythm of the business and not get caught off guard, not get caught surprised, and not fall into those bevels. All right. Erica and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the new international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor. This groundbreaking book will turn everything you think you know about leadership upside down. Leadership Rigor explores how to achieve breakthrough performance and productivity through leading yourself, leading teams, and leading at the organizational level. Author Erica Piedler outlines for her readers how to become change-ready leaders. Change-ready leaders are capable of embracing challenges with agility and optimism because they have the tools, models, and language to assess, structure, and facilitate solutions. Leadership is a skill that can be learned and practiced. Take the rigor challenge and ask yourself, do you want to lead mindfully and skillfully? Or do you want to subject your teams and organizations to your unstructured thoughts and approaches? The choice is yours. Will you rigor it? You can purchase Leadership Rigor on Amazon or by visiting ericpetler.com. All right, I'm back with Erica Beatler. All right, Erica, before the break, you uh, quickly outlined the six episodes of the series, facilitating progress, aligned action, creating and owning the narrative, establishing forms for productive engagement, embracing personality, hardwiring differences, navigating the dynamics of life cycles, and accelerating talent development to build your bench. It's going to be a great series as we've been talking about. So those are a couple of ways that this shows up. Uh, what are some other ways that rhythm shows up in business? Yeah, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about in the first episode is the concept of a mantra. 
A mantra is this repeated, consistent way that a leader energizes and motivates their folks to move forward. So I was just at a, uh, a conference with HBA and some of the leaders were up there and they were sharing their mantras. You know, one of the uh, CEOs was coming into a challenging assignment and she said, you know, the thing that I focused my organization on was what are we going to preserve? What are we going to destroy? What are we going to create? And you could just feel the rhythm in that, you know, and it's interesting because rhythm typically always has like three parts to it. And that's why I love putting it in that progressive mindset of the bevel, the inflection and the crest, right? You know, traction, momentum and rhythm, because the power of three is so great. It not only has an inherent rhythm to itself, but our brain is really hardwired to remember three things. So it kind of helps us with that. The other way it's going to show up is we're going to talk about this in the uh, piece where we're creating and owning the narrative. You know, that story that a leader tells, that narrative is really the story of where were we, where are we, and where are we going? And that's a continuous story. And what I hope to share and and talk with you about in, in the first episode is how can we help leaders to understand that their mantra and their narrative and their story and the cadence and the rhythm of that is so important? Because as we repeat it, and as we make it a consistent and continuous message, we build confidence and we build consistency so that people really feel comfortable with it. You know, rhythm sits in the middle of two bad alternatives, right? The two bad alternatives are random chaos and complacent routine. And we're really trying to hit the sweet spot of leadership here. And rhythm is that middle point where it's consistent, it's building confidence, and it's continuous. Well, this whole series has been inspired by your uh, best-selling book, Leadership Rigor. So help me understand, and that's obviously been the context by which we've done seasons one and two and soon to be three, help us understand how rhythm fits into leadership rigor. Yeah, so leadership rigor really is all about rhythm. I mean, the book is written in a rhythmic fashion, right? It's about leading yourself, leading teams, leading organizations. And the rhythm that I have tried to help leaders embrace is, listen, models, framework, language, facilitating progress is all about that consistent utilization. But, uh, you know, one of the things that we talk about in leadership rigor also is there are inputs, there are throughputs, and there are outputs. So there's a rhythm to how leadership rigor can help leaders uh, develop their, uh, their practices on the ground. And I think, you know, one of the things that we've talked about is we want people to have conscious discipline. That's been the input, and we've been pretty consistent about that. We've also been pretty consistent about the throughput, which is we'd like you to practice on the ground in real time at the speed of business, a lot of these concepts. And then the output that we've always been saying is there, the rhythm crescendo, so to speak, is performance and productivity. So we've always been kind of talking about that through these three series, and we're going to continue to do that in season three. You know, as I think about, and as I'm beginning to really understand the power of being in rhythm, both as a leader and in business, I suspect there are things that can happen that get you out of rhythm. Ah. These rhythm killers, I suspect you might call them. How, how real are those? How, how dangerous are those? Oh, man, I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, you know, how do you, you know, you can fall out of rhythm and maintaining rhythm. Look, it takes effort. It takes that conscious competency. So what are going to be some of the natural rhythm killers and how do we stay out of trouble? We'll talk about this throughout the series, but here's a couple. You know, one is we start to get a little I-focused. We get a little me-focused. We get focused on me-ology instead of we-ology. That's a rhythm killer, right? Especially if we don't have alignment of our leadership team and they kind of fall out of formation and become sort of a disgruntled individual over here, that can be a rhythm killer. When we start using language like but, 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 as opposed to and and or, 
you know, maintaining that openness to how do we adjust the rhythm? How do we understand and embrace the agility, the pivot points that we may have? Tools and weapons. You know, in Leadership Rigor, I talk about how all of these leadership skills can be used as a tool to help facilitate progress, to help move your leadership forward on the ground, or it can be used as a weapon to stop people or to hinder things, right? Complete rhythm killer if it's used as a weapon. Position power and personal power. We spent a lot of time Mm -hmm. through season one and two talking about this. Position power, total rhythm killer. If you have to pull out the position power card and tell me you're the boss and we are going to do things your way, we have just killed rhythm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We want to keep personal power alive. That's the rhythm keeper. And then, you know, probably the last thing that I would just say for now, because we're kind of getting ready to tee up season uh, three, episode one, is are people passengers or are they facilitators? And You know, we've used the word to label uh, episode one facilitators of progress and aligned action because today leaders need to be facilitators. You actually need to get on the ground in real time with your teams and you need to help them overcome obstacles. You need to ask those questions, get those personalities aligned. It's not just a passive job anymore and it's not just something you can sit in that corner office and do. It's got to be on the ground in real time and with rhythm that you're able to do your job today. Well, as you've said, this whole season's built on action words, facilitating, creating and owning, establishing, embracing, navigating, accelerating. And I think where you stop action or when you take, when you do things that impede action, that's, that's a rhythm killer. Absolutely. Absolutely a rhythm killer. So one of the things that, that I might just close on in our introductory session here is we're going to be talking a lot about these action words, as you just said, and there's an energy to them. You know, there's a natural energy to rhythm. So when you think about being a leader, when you think about leading your organization, you really need to think about not just the rhythm that you're creating, but what's the energy that you're bringing. And we're going to find actually, as we go through this series, that there are going to be times when it's important to have high rhythm, fast rhythm. And there are going to be times when it's going to be appropriate to have slower rhythm and to be a little bit more steady with your rhythm. So, you know, it's not just all about boom, boom, boom. It might be about boom, boom, (laughs) boom. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yep. Well, we're going to talk about different kinds of rhythms and when they're appropriate. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Tune in next week for episode one, Facilitating Progress in Aligned Action. On behalf of my co-host, Erica Peetler, I am Todd Schnick. Season three of Leadership on the Ground will return next week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you then. You have been listening to Leadership on the Ground, season three. Today's episode is made possible by Desk Hub Atlanta, part of the premier network of shared entrepreneurial workspaces across the U.S. As Zoe Fox of Desk Hub Atlanta says, I'd say the best part of working at Desk Hub Atlanta is watching our community grow every day. Whether it's people chatting over a cup of coffee in the morning or collaborating on a project together, it makes it a fun environment for everyone. Reap the rewards of collaboration, networking, and synergy. Join the Desk Hub community today. Learn more at deskhub.com. That's deskhub.com. And thank you for listening to Leadership on the Ground, a leadership development series from intrepidnow.com.